Ballooning home values mean many Colorado property tax bills are also going up, but tax notices themselves can be complicated to understand. So KRCC's Shauna Lewis and a Pueblo homeowner took a tour of his property tax bill to learn more about how it's calculated and where the money goes. Hello, hello. Hi. You must be Zach. I am. How's Our first going? stop on the tour is in front of Zach Casillas' home. The street has a mix of houses, bungalows, duplexes, adobes, with mature trees and nice yards. I actually grew up in the house next door, which is still my father's house. I was the paper boy all the way through high school, so I knew the neighborhood and I know the neighborhood. Casillas bought his house 18 years ago. It's yellow with brown shutters and trim and big windows. It's only 816 square feet. You can tell on the inside that it used to be a one-bedroom house. It's been converted into a two-bedroom house, so it's me, my wife, and our son. It's my first house. It's probably not our last. We invited Pueblo County Assessor Frank Beltran to meet us there. How exactly do you assess the value of my property? It goes in stages. First of all, we have the whole county broken out into economic areas. And then from there, we go down to neighborhoods. Beltran says that gives them a general framework to evaluate each home in a given area. And then it's, is it a rancher? Is it a two-story? Is it a four-level? Right. Does it have a basement? He's looking for similarities in style, size, and other characteristics so they can group comparable properties together. When you go up to a house, you got to look at it and you got to say, for the year it was built, was it an average or was it low cost or was it fair construction? He points to Casillas' home. I would say this was an average house for 1935 standards. Right now, Casillas' tax notice says his home is valued at a little more than $97,000, an amount that's likely to change next year. For? If I was to go get it appraised because I was going to sell it tomorrow, could I use your appraisal no, value for that? I, because ours is always based on information from 18 months back. For this year, it's based on all of 2019 and the first half of 2020. Okay. Beltran says current home sales will show up in the 2023 reappraisal. Because of the sales that we're still seeing, everybody's going to go up about another 20%. 20% in one year? Oh, yeah. We had some last year that went up 50 to 60%, some neighborhoods. And did you Once the assessor has determined the value of the property, it's multiplied by what's known as the residential assessment rate. That number is set by the state. It's currently 7.15. So for Casillas' home, we multiply 97,000, remember that's the determined value, by 7.15%. And that gives us what's called an assessed value. In this case, it's 6,950. Now we need to take that information to our next stop on the tour. You can jump into my truck and I can just bring you back here. We head over to the historic gold-domed county courthouse to meet Pueblo County Treasurer Del Olivas. He explains what happens to the value we just calculated. It involves something you may have voted on, mill levies. A mill is $1 on every $1,000 of assessed value. How the process works, getting the value from them. We get then the mill levy request from the entities. Those two together then make up the tax amount. That means Olivas gets the value from Beltran, the assessor, and then applies the various mill levies to that value. On Casillas's bill, that includes the school district, library, and two water conservancy districts, along with the county and city, all of which set their own mill levies annually. Each entity determines their own mill levy based on their approved budget. To see what the Pueblo City School District mill levy pays for, we head over to our last stop on the tour, Centennial High School on the north side of the city. 
It's an awesome new educational facility. There That's Pueblo School District D60 Chief Financial Officer David Horner. This is one of five aging schools the district is replacing, and construction is well underway, paid for in part by property taxes that homeowners like Casillas vote on and pay. I noticed on my tax bill there's two different mill levy taxes, and can you explain to me what each of those are? One of them is the general fund mill levy, which is set by the state legislature, and that goes in to fund general operations. And then the state also kicks in money to fund general operations for our school district. The second one is a voter-approved bond mill levy, and that is set each year to cover the debt for paying for all our new schools. The elements of Casillas' bill are similar for homeowners around Colorado, though the amounts will vary depending on property values and local taxing authorities. And most Coloradans are seeing increases due to rising real estate prices. In Pueblo, I'm Shauna Lewis, KRCC News.